Good afternoon and welcome to Vintage Orange on KUCI. I am Ellen Bell and I am happy to be with you today. I missed you last week and I'm glad to be back. I was in the wilds of Wyoming exploring the Grand Tetons and uh, Yellowstone National Park. And if you have never been there, I highly suggest you check it out. It is absolutely awesome. And uh, so that was really great. Refreshed, back, and ready to talk about local history, which is what we do every week here on Vintage Orange here at KUCI in Irvine. We talk about local history, um, primarily Orange County history, which is where we are, so that's appropriate. And so what I really believe, the reason why I wanted to do this show or why I think I, why I enjoy coming here every Wednesday at four and talking about history History is I think that history is very much alive. It is part of what we what we do every day, and it's part of the cities and the, the communities that we live in are because of the things that happened before. And I love to share stories and get people excited about learning about what happened here before so that they can kind of enrich the inspiration experience of where they live today. So in that vein, I wanted to give you some places to go and explore yourself. History is is interactive. I've always felt like that it's something that isn't just supposed to be read about in a book or on your computer screen uh, in your Google uh, search, but it should be something that's experienced and that you can't really get a sense of history until you go and get the ground truth, so to speak. The actual, you know, go to this place, see the sites, get the perspective, see the buildings and, you know, kind of get more of a sense of actually what happened there. So what I want to do today is share with you some of my favorite places to go and explore in Orange County where you can do that, where you can see the city that's there today and you can also get a feel of what was there before. And I was going, I was all excited because I was going to do this like top 10 list because, you know, we're all in love with top 10 or these round numbers. And um, as I was going through and researching it, I realized I would never be able to get through 10 of them in just a half an hour. So I'm breaking it up um, because you know me, I like to talk. And I'm going to give you my favorite uh, places to visit in North Orange County. We're going to do it a little geographic and then I'm going to come do a show um, upcoming where I'll cover South County. So South County, you're not left out. There's a lot of wonderful history in South County. But today we're going to be focusing on the cities in North North um, Orange County and some of the places that I like to go that are unique and historic. So we're going to start a little North County history tour in the city of Fullerton. And if you haven't been to Fullerton um, before, you, you're you missing out on one of Orange County's most historic and really interesting communities. Um, if you have been there, maybe you've been to um, Cal State Fullerton for some reason or, um, you know, gone to a, a gastropub or a restaurant there. But maybe you don't know some of the history and maybe you've missed one of the best stories that ever came out of Fullerton. And Fullerton has a rich and wonderful music history. And one of the best stories is captured at the Fullerton Museum. And this is where they have the Fullerton Museum. It's located on Pomona Avenue, uh, 301 North Pomona Avenue, to be exact. Um, it's not too far from the train station there uh, in Fullerton, not too far from Harbor Boulevard. And at the Fullerton Museum, there's an exhibit about Leo Fender. And Leo Fender, you may, you, certainly if you're a musician, you would understand Fender, that you've heard the name before. Um, 
but there, he's actually a local product. He was uh, a, a home son of Orange County, and he is responsible for really revolutionizing music and certainly the world of rock and roll and anything that was ever amplified in music. And it's cool because it all happened in Fullerton. And I'll give you a quick background about him. Leo Fender was not a musician, you know, and that's actually probably the coolest part of this story is that Leo Fender was actually just kind of a, a tinkerer. He's a guy that loved to take apart radios and he his business actually was kind of, he was a repairman and he would fix electronics and things like that and he had a radio shop on um, Harbor Boulevard there and he was not a musician at all. So when what happened is people touring musicians at that time, and this time, you know, we're talking about more of the swing bands, the country bands, and things like that in the late 40s, and he, they would come to him as they were touring through, and they'd come into his shop, and they'd say, is there any way you could help us fix our guitar? And so he was intrigued by the way that these guitars were not staying in tune, they weren't very durable, um, and so he was challenged to kind of create a better guitar that was more efficient, that could be taken on the road, that would be more functional, that would be easier to use, and so he started playing with it and tinkering and inventing, and he w- came up with a guitar that was designed to be louder um, because, of course, in those days, you're in a big dance hall and they wanted these guitars that could be heard above the noise uh, in the crowd. And so in 1951, he introduced a prototype prototype for the solid body instrument that would later be called the Telecaster, which was kind of the groundbreaker for that. And uh, it, it was a solid body Spanish style electric guitar and it was the first one to be mass produced and it really changed the game for, for music and he event, he went on to invent the precision bass and then the Stratocaster of course and Fender just became the, the gold standard for a lot of these rock musicians and actually in the beginning it was the rockabilly and, and then the surf music was, was using this because the unique sound of the Fender guitar and so Leo Fender created this whole new way of listening to music that wouldn't have happened before and and from a guy that never played the guitar, which I think is just amazing. So if you want to go learn more about Leo Fender, and they actually have an exhibit there right now at the Fullerton Museum. It's called Six Strings as Canvas, and it's an exhibit of art guitars from the Fender Custom Shop. So if you want to go learn about the past of Leo Fender's story, but then you can also see this great exhibit of art guitars and kind of the evolution of of his functional uh, traveling working guitar to something that was a piece of art and as you know these uh, Telecasters, Stratocasters are just amazing instruments so check out the Fullerton Museum it's open every day um, during the week um, noon to four it's only closed on Mondays I guess is the only day it's closed and Thursdays they're open later in the evening till eight so check it out check out Fullerton's rock music history if you love if you're a musician or you just are interested in this you got to get to Fullerton and so then I'm going to transition from the Leo Fender story uh, a little further south in North County to Santa Ana 
Santa Ana, full of Orange County history, obviously, but a good place to check it out right now is a little unusual. Um, You may not think about it, but you should go to Fairhaven Memorial Park. Yes, a cemetery, but it's a really, first of all, it's a beautiful place. Um, It's located at 1702 Fairhaven Avenue in Santa Ana, and uh, it is one of the oldest places to go and see, um, obviously, where most of the prominent families of Orange County are buried. Um, a lot of the people that made Orange County history are there. Uh, Leo Fender is there. So if you want to make a, you know, you could do a whole pilgrimage. You could start in Fullerton. You could go to Santa Ana and pay your respects to that wonderful inventor, Leo Fender. Um, but Check out Fairhaven, and the reason I want to tell you to do that this week is because they're having a special uh, uh, event that they do every year. The Santa Ana Historical Society holds an event once a year in October, and it's happening this Saturday, October 22nd, um, and it's called the uh, Annual Historical Cemetery Tour. And what happens, I know it seems kind of weird to have an event in a a, uh, memorial park, but it's true. It's very, very cool. And this is put on by the Santa Ana Historical Preservation Society. It's a benefit for them. And what happens is that docents and volunteers kind of guide the visitors through different scenes. They have actors that are dressed up and based on whatever the theme is, and they will kind of tell you bits about Orange County history. It's kind of a little interactive. And then they have a, a presentation in this beautiful 1960 mausoleum which is a work of art and a piece of local history in itself so um, it's kind of a fun thing it's good for the whole family you need to buy tickets so you can go on and I will have all the information to links for all this on my website by the way um, vintage orange KUCI uh, check that out so you can look for a for the the links to all of that but it is happening this Saturday so if you're interested I would I would go on the Santa Ana Historical Society's website to get your tickets um, but check that out this this year's theme I think is about the history of education in Orange County so I'm curious to see what they're going to be putting on there if you go you might run into me because I will be there um, so Fairhaven Memorial Park and incidentally it's different than a cemetery. A memorial park is distinguished because it's where it's all flat markers and so it looks more like a park instead of, you know, with all of the tombstones and all that traditional cemetery look. It actually has this beautiful park-like feeling and that was done by design. They wanted to create a place where the living would be able to come and have, you know, a pleasant place to be when they were paying their respects for their loved ones and so it really is a very pretty place and they encourage you to go there and I do as well. So, moving on from Santa Ana, now we're going to go a little bit further north to the city of Orange. And uh, if you haven't been to Orange, oh my goodness, it's one of my favorite places to go. I mean, even if you didn't love history, if you just love good food and uh, microbrews and just being in a really cool place with vintage shops and all that stuff, check out Orange. The, The center of it all, or the nucleus, is Orange Circle. Now, the city of Orange, the history of that place is is a lot like the rest of the communities in North Orange County. Um, in the late 
or in the 1860s, most of Orange County, well, there wasn't an Orange County in the first place, the area around here were divided into these large land grants called ranchos. And this area was uh, run or owned by the Yorba family, owned that area. And what was happening in the 1860s is there was the transition from this rancho lifestyle to when the U.S. had control over California. And all of these dons or rancheros, they were having to defend their land claims now in the new system of the U.S. And so they had to hire, of course, U.S. lawyers who could get them, navigate them through the courts and help them um, defend their claims, so to speak. And so Yorba, one of the descendants, hired two gentlemen, two lawyers named Andrew Glissell and Alfred Beck Chapman. And these were attorneys and part of how he paid them was through property, gave them some land as partial payment. And so eventually what happened is Glissell and Chapman took some of this land and they f- set aside lots to for- to survey a tract to make a little town there. And this town, they called it Richland. Um, Richland, Richland, and uh, they would they put it in an area that was close to the stagecoach line that went to Los Angeles because, of course, this was all party part of the county of Los Angeles at the time. So, in 1873, they had to have a new name because there already was a Richland near Sacramento, and so they had to come up with a new name, and that's when they decided to call it Orange, and it was incorporated in 1888. Um, so, it's one of the oldest communities we have here in Orange County. It is a lovely place to go for a stroll, go check out the Orange Circle. And, um, you know, it's it's that small town feel that a lot of people are surprised to find in Orange County. Uh, when I have visitors coming to South County, they think it's all master planned communities. And I love to take them to Old Town Orange so they can see that there's a lot of vintage things here. And that that period of time when this was a lot of citrus and the farmers and the agriculture background is a big part of our heritage here in Orange County. So. Uh, you can go on walking tours if you like. The Orange uh, Community Historical Society is very strong, and they give walking tours of Old Town Orange. So you can go on their website and sign up for that and go on one of their walking tours, and they'll tell you all about the, the history of the buildings there. And I've actually gone on a really cool tour. It's an Old Town walking food tour. Hello, that's pretty good. And where what they do in this tour is they actually walk you around, um, you know, the Orange Circle area telling you the history. But then along the way, you stop in at some of those wonderful restaurants that you can check out. You get a taste of the food. You, you find out about the history of the buildings. You get to understand some of the chefs and some of the cool new food and, and pubs and all the stuff that's happening there. Um, and yet you're getting a bit of the old meeting the new, which is what I love to do. And you're getting a little exercise, too, because you are walking. So check that out, either the Old Town uh, Walking Food Tour or the one that's done by the Historical Society to check out Orange. So there you have it. There's three to get you started. We're going to take a little break here. And then as we come back, I'm going to show you a few more of my favorite historic visit sites, field trip spots in North County. I'll be right back.
You're listening to Vintage Orange on KUCI. I am Ellen Bell, and welcome back. Um, I've been talking today here on KUCI 88.9 in Irvine. I've been talking about some of my favorite places to visit here in Orange County to get a sense of the county's past, but also to get a sense of the present day community. And we've been focusing on North Orange County because, of course, I can't do it all in one show. So we'll do a South County show in the future. But right now, we've been we've been in Fullerton, we've been in Santa Ana, we've been in Orange, and now we're going to go to a place. Maybe you've been surprised. Maybe you've been there before, but maybe not. You should. It is the community of Garden Grove, and I know Garden Grove. What am I going to go and do in Garden Grove that's historic? Well plenty. And what you can do at Garden Grove is visit this historic place. It's a cute little um, history museum park. I almost want to say it's like a theme park of history. It's like a little island of history. And it's called the Stanley Ranch Museum. It's on Euclid Avenue, a 12174 Euclid Street. And as I mentioned, all of the links to the places I'm talking about today will be on my website at uh, Vintage Orange KUCI. So definitely check that out and uh, I will have all the information for you there. But Garden Grove, interesting place. Um, Many people may not know the history of it, but it actually, in 1874, it was basically set up by a farmer. His name was Alonzo Cook, and he purchased 160 acres of land there. I guess he paid about $15 an acre. And he Cook is recognized as kind of Garden Grove's founding father, and he was the one who came up. He wanted to, obviously, they were farming there um, largely agricultural but he wanted a little town and so he set aside a little area there at Main Street and Garden Grove Boulevard and he wanted this to be used they had a schoolhouse there and a post office and all the little things that you'd have for a community and Cook decided that the name of this community should be Garden Grove right Um, but the only problem was there really wasn't a garden and there weren't any trees there. It was pretty barren at the time. It was pretty much open terrain. They were um, farming, as I mentioned. And so Cook said, well, that's not a problem. We'll just make it appropriate by planting some trees and we will make it beautiful. And so he decided to kind of, you know, you name it something and then you can create it. And and so he did. Um, It was largely agricultural until in 1905, um, as in other communities in Orange County, when the Pacific Electric Railroad came through, Um, things got a little bit busier. So to see a little sense of this old town Garden Grove history, you can go to the Stanley Ranch Museum, uh, which, like I said, it's a collection of older buildings. Some of them, um, you know, primarily they were buildings from this little town of Garden Grove that um, was on Main Street there. Um, A few of them were, uh, there's a farmhouse there that had been moved and donated, and all of these buildings were kind of brought together to this this historic site. And uh, it's, it's really a wonderful place. You can walk through. It takes about, I don't know, an hour, you know, at the most to walk through and you can see all these cute little buildings and take kind of a a little field trip back in time. There's a, uh, the first post office is there. There's an old shoe shop and barbershop and the old fire engine. And, um, but one of the really interesting gems in this museum is Walt Disney's first 
studio garage and it's actually the first little garage that I think it was his uncle up in Burbank that he was staying with his uncle when he came here and I think it was on his property and it's the first place that he actually went out and did some of his very first experiments um, with his motion pictures and his cartoons and things that he was kind of coming to do later but that was the very first spot where he started to experiment and this was a little garage museum that was about to be torn down nobody wanted it Um, And even like the Disney company wasn't that interested in it. And so some very motivated fans got together and they saved the building. It was moved down to the Stanley, um, Stanley Ranch Museum in the in the late 80s and so it is there and it's really cool there's a lot of his uh, ephemera and memorabilia inside and you can kind of get a sense of really how meager <laughs> uh, the beginnings of Walt Disney how they started and it, when you think about Garden Grove being just down the street from Disneyland and all that became of Walt Disney's dreams it all started in that little garage so you could check that out the Stanley uh, Ranch House Ranch Museum excuse me is open uh, most days. It's closed on the weekends, which is unfortunate. And the reason that a lot of these places are done that way is because they're staffed by volunteers. And so um, most of them are there. But it's open Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, from 7.30 to 5.30. So you have to kind of make a a field trip during the week to check it out. Um, But sometimes they have special events that happen on the weekends, too, so when they have enough volunteers together. But a wonderful place to check out the Stanley Ranch Museum in Garden Grove. And then we can't leave North North Orange County and talk about historic sites without talking about Anaheim. You have to go to Anaheim if you want to talk about Orange County history because that's where it all pretty much began. Um, a lot of times people won't realize, but Anaheim was the, the founding spot. It was where the the first real city um, in, in Orange County was. Uh, the mission at San Capistrano is where they had a lot of, uh, there were people living there and there was a settlement, but the first real city was Anaheim. And uh, if you don't know the history, this is when a group of 50 German colonists um, who were up in San Francisco they joined the Los Angeles Vineyard Society and they wanted to come down here and kind of create their own little, um, I guess, utopian. I don't know if they really thought about it that way, but they just wanted to have their own little community where they could grow grapes. And so they hired a man named George Hansen and he was a surveyor and he came in and he kind of organized it. He found the land, he set out the town and built some of the first buildings. And uh, so what you can do today in Anaheim is you can actually visit a place called Founders Park and it's on let me get the address for you. Founders Park is on West Street. Yes, 400 North West Street in Anaheim. And this was part of that original colony. And what is there at Founders Park is the Mother Colony House. This was the first house. It was built in, uh, I believe it was built in 1857 when this, it was George Hansen's home. So it's appropriate that it's one of the oldest ones. But uh, it, it was, you can go and visit this house and get a sense against how these buildings were, how the size of them, uh, where all the history about this new colony and uh, was a very successful colony. Actually, they they 
I think at first they had a little bit of trouble getting settled because I don't know if they were all the best farmers, but they actually made it a very good gro- uh, go of growing Mission grapes is what they were growing and had quite a successful industry there um, shipping their, their grapes and their wine. Um, but unfortunately for them in 1884, um, the grapevines were... Uh, had obtained a disease uh, called Pierce's disease and were wiped out by this blight. And this whole industry was basically gone in about a span of about four years. But fortunately for the people in Anaheim and people in Orange County, they started growing citrus and other crops like walnuts and peppers and beets and other things that came and rescued them. And of course, citrus became uh, the king here and uh, Orange County eventually grew lots and lots of oranges. So, But the beginnings was the Mission Grape and that little colony in Anaheim. So I would go and check that out. Another fun little fact is outside the Mother Colony house, there's this giant fig tree. I mean, massively giant fig tree. And I think it's called a Morton Bay fig tree. And it's been there for a very, very long time. And the, the myth is, is that this is the tree that inspired Walt Disney when he was building the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse in Disneyland. And that is exactly what it looks like. So if you go to the Mother Colony House, check out that giant tree out front. And you can imagine, you know, it being filled with the whole Swiss Family Robinson, the tree house there. It's beautiful, beautiful tree. And so you can check that out as well. But in Anaheim, check that out and then go to the packing district, which is right down, right around a couple blocks away from the founding, the Founders Park. And the packing district is this wonderful food and music and uh, crafts and all kinds of things you can find there. Um, And it's in an old Anaheim citrus packing warehouse. And they've done a wonderful job of creating this new and vibrant place for new foods and, um, like I said, new music. It's a very alive place. And it's placed in a place that's very old and historic. And they've kept a lot of the same things there so you can get a sense of that. So that's I have wrapped up. We've been all over North Orange County. Please check out my website at Vintage Orange KUCI. There you'll find all the links to these places and more information, podcasts from this show and other shows. And also please check out my Facebook page and like it. This would be Vintage Orange KUCI on Facebook. And I'm not saying like it just because I'm in desperate need for validation, which I don't know, maybe I am, but I'm really saying like it so that you'll get the updates of when a new podcast go up or if there's a new guest coming in just any information you'll know what's going to be on the show so you can check it out and stay plugged in to what we're doing here on Vintage Orange so thank you very much for being with me this half hour check with me next week at 4 I am Ellen Bell and you've been listening to Vintage Orange on KUCI 88.9 FM